Coming up on this week's episode of the EV Resource Podcast, Tesla cuts prices across the board, KYB and REE collaborate on a new EV platform, Karma begins testing a new performance prototype, and more. Hello, friends, and welcome to the EV Resource Podcast. I'm Zach Hurst, and each week I bring you the latest EV news, information, and answer your questions about electric vehicles. I want to give a special thanks to Titan Auto and Tire in Mosley, Virginia, for their support for this podcast. Titan is one of the very few independent shops in Central Virginia that are qualified to work on EVs and hybrids. And from hybrids to Hummers, they fix everything. I take all of my personal vehicles to them. I trust them implicitly. And I would definitely recommend that you take your vehicles to them too. Before we get to all the great EV news I've got lined up for you, I do want to ask that if you like this podcast, please go ahead and share it with a friend. Make sure that you subscribe so that you'll get all of the future episodes automatically. Earlier this week, Tesla reduced the cost of its entire lineup of EVs, with the exception of the Model Y, by thousands of dollars. Uh, the Model 3, which is its least expensive vehicle, starting at 35000 that price didn't change. Of course, the that's kind of like the Phantom Ghost price, because if you go to their webpage, the previous price listed for the Standard Range Plus was 39990 now, if you go and look at the base model of what's available on the webpage, the standard range plus, it's $37,990 or $2,000 less. The base base or the standard range, not the standard range plus, is something that you actually have to arrange with Tesla after ordering the standard range plus, and that did not get any kind of price cut at all. Now, arguably, not very many people are springing for that option anyway. Those that are interested in an affordable sedan that's a full electric model from Tesla are going to be looking at the standard range plus Model 3. Now, for the Model S and Model X, they actually got a bigger price drop. The Model S long range, which of course uh, could be arguably Tesla's flagship, actually now starts at 74,990 under 75 and that is a $5,000 price reduction overnight. The Model S Performance has also received a $5,000 price cut, so that now starts at 94,990. The same cuts did also apply to the Model X, which is their bigger SUV. Now, the Model Y did not receive any price cut. Of course, that is Tesla's latest vehicle fresh off the assembly line. Uh, basically, they started producing that earlier this year. So it's not surprising that they are not uh, changing the price of the Model Y. But I think it's a good indication that Tesla is mission-driven. They are not entirely profit-driven. Of course, being a publicly traded company, they have to keep their shareholders in mind. But this goes to show that even though they're not lacking in demand, that they are still willing to cut prices in order to get more people buying and driving electric vehicles. So I think it's clear that unlike a lot of the other automakers that are struggling these days, Tesla's really flexing here, showing that they can reduce their overall profit margin, still be profitable, and get more EVs into the hands of prospective buyers. 
Back in episode 14, uh, about a month ago, I shared with you some news from Jalopnik that Karma was going to lay off the majority of its employees and that the prototypes and a lot of what we've been seeing have been faked. I have since tried to learn more about that story and I have not been able to find anything else. In fact, the story from Jalopnik is the only source that I can find that says anything that would give you the impression that Karma is in trouble at all. So when I hear good news about Karma Automotive and their eFlex platform and the prototypes that they are testing, it's very difficult to ignore all of that and set it off to the side and go, okay, this is great news. It's almost like there's this cloud of potential disaster that's kind of hovering above everything that is coming out. However, that being said, there is some great news about Karma this week. Uh, of course, last month before the Jalopnik article came out, I also included in one of the podcast episodes all of the reveal of their eFlex platform and the different uh, vehicles that could be built on top of that. Well, it looks like one of the first prototypes that they are going to be testing is for their performance supercar based on the eFlex platform. So this is an all-wheel drive, four-motor configuration, and the setup is actually good for 1,100 horsepower, and get this, 10,500 pound-feet of torque. However, there is some good news coming out about Karma Automotive this week. They have begun to test the platform in an all-wheel drive performance EV setup. So this is a four-motor all-wheel drive performance vehicle. You could call it a supercar, really. Uh, it has 1,100 horsepower and 10,500 foot-pounds of torque. Uh, this is a quad motor EV, so it has two electric motors in the front and two in the rear, and it will also allow the vehicle to have torque vectoring for enhanced handling performance. The motors that they're using for this are the motors that they currently use in the Rivero GT, so it's not an untested configuration. They know what can be expected from these motors. According to Karma Automotive's chief technology officer, Kevin Zhang, he says that the physical prototype testing is a very important landmark for Karma and an exciting milestone for all involved, that they aim to make sure that the platform is capable of achieving leading standards in the supercar sector and is superior in every sense. Well, I think with uh, power, horsepower, and torque numbers that they're putting down, that certainly helps it rival uh, some of the other supercars from Lotus and Pininfarina and even the Rimac C2. So uh, I would love to see them get further on this for us to see what kind of pricing is going to be attached. So all in all, I think this is great news. I would love to see more positive news about Karma coming out. Um, I did put a tweet out there to both Jalopnik and Karma to try to get a response about Jalopnik's article. Um, I have not gotten anything back yet, which uh, I know it seems like every time I reach out, I'm not getting anything back. So I, I might have to try some other uh, methods, more direct perhaps. But for the time being, I think the way I'm going to go forward is by just kind of setting the Jalopnik article to the side, not dismissing it entirely, but 
really focusing on the positive and bring to you guys all of the news stories about karma that are exciting and new and fresh that will bring you the information that will be there and then let you guys decide if you want to uh, take that with a grain of salt or not. If you haven't heard about REE Automotive, I wouldn't blame you. They are not exactly a common household name, even in the EV space. Well, the Tel Aviv-based company is basically pioneering technology and reinventing the entire way the underpinning platform of an EV is thought about. What they're doing is developing basically two core innovations. They are integrating the entire suspension, EV motor, all of the traditional vehicle components into the arch of the wheel and then that allows for a lot more space for a completely flat, what they're calling the REE board, which is basically what we see in a lot of other EVs, a skateboard modular platform. Their approach to putting all of the components into the wheel arch is extremely cost efficient and offers multiple benefits, including a vehicle design freedom. You can build whatever body and shape and, and integrate the design on top of that platform very easily, but also increased efficiency and energy efficiency, being that you don't have a lot of other moving components in the suspension or the drivetrain. Ultimately, they expect that this will provide for lower maintenance as well. So REE has a lot of big name partners already. They are partnered with Mitsubishi. They're partnered with Fiat Chrysler. Well, they have now also decided to partner with KYB, KYB being the world leading suspension component company. According to KYB's general manager of engineering, they are excited to partner with REE Automotive and share their revolutionary EV vision by engineering a suspension subsystem that supports the needs of tomorrow's mobility ecosystem. Even I have talked about the flat platform being like a skateboard design. Uh, however, Daniel Barrel, the CEO of REE, takes a little different approach to it. He says that they're great, but they are not skateboards. Only the middle is a skateboard. The difference is how much battery REE's design can accommodate and the complete integration of drive controls into the floor, he says. We hold the most batteries per footprint than anyone else in the industry. Now, REE is not setting out to build complete vehicles. They intend to have their technology used by automakers, hence the partnerships with Mitsubishi, Fiat Chrysler, and also Hino, which is a truck maker. I think seeing partnerships like this are essential in the EV space these days. You're not going to have traditional companies going out there on their own like Tesla and Rivian really have shown. Uh, even Rivian, by partnering up with Ford and Amazon, uh, I think Tesla at this point is really the only successful EV company that is doing it on their own. Everybody else is partnering up, which I think is great and also necessary in the landscape that we have to make profitable EVs, or even in this case, like a profitable platform to then sell to other EV makers. You need to have partners that are willing to spread the risk and cost for a project like that. 
I think it's smart for REE to approach KYB to develop the suspension. Honestly, if you're looking for a global partner, there really isn't a better choice for suspension development than KYB. Okay, so we got through the main stories. However, there's a lot more that I wanted to bring you this week. Um, but I am having a technical problem. Uh, iMovie, which is the program that I use to edit the video, has now crashed six times. Uh, the computer I'm using is a MacBook Air. It's from 2013. It is not really the best. <laughs> uh, uh, it wasn't really built for what I'm asking it to do with all this video editing. So I'm actually going to cut it short for now because I think I really am pushing this computer to its limits and it's telling me over and over, it just doesn't want to handle what I need it to do right now. Uh, I'm not exactly sure why, but uh, I'm probably going to go out and get a, another computer very soon. Um, but the other things that I wanted to mention before I do uh, end it for this week, and obviously it's going to be a very short video. Um, if you haven't seen it already, Jay Leno and Elon Musk um, ran around in the Tesla Cybertruck. There was a new episode of Jay Leno's Garage that aired on CNBC. Um, the actual Tesla segment is very short for all of that. There really wasn't as much, at least for me, that I was hoping to see. So don't get a lot of your hopes up. I mean, it was a little disappointing just in the fact that the content really wasn't there in terms of the length of time they went through everything. Uh, I, I think a lot of it ended up being clickbait. They just put the spoilers out there to get a lot of people to watch. Uh, but if you're interested, it is pretty cool just to hear them talk about the Cybertruck and watch them drive it through the um, boring tunnel that goes underneath Los Angeles. So that's pretty cool. Also, the big news this week related to SpaceX, and I know it's not uh, EV specific or related really at all other than the fact that they're using Tesla vehicles and Elon Musk happens to be um, running SpaceX as well, or at least involved significantly. Um, they had a failed launch earlier this week because of weather, so they just scrapped it. Um, they are looking to launch today, Saturday the 30th, uh, in the afternoon. Right now, it's about a 50-50 shot because of weather again. So keep your fingers crossed. Hopefully, that will be a successful launch, and they'll be able to uh, get, for the first time in about a decade, humans from North America to launch from North America, and they're going up to the, the space station. So this is a final test that SpaceX and NASA have put together to then, once that is uh, proven, I guess, that NASA will be using SpaceX to launch from the U.S. Uh, manned missions. So that is really great. Um, if you get a chance to watch that, uh, I would definitely suggest checking it out. It should be rather interesting. Aside from that, the last bit of news that I wanted to share, and I was going to make a, a longer thing about it, uh, if you know about Rich Rebuilds, uh, Rich actually has had a lot of experience taking apart and putting back together um, multiple Teslas, as well as he, he built um, a BMW i8, um, brought that back to life. And then most recently, he's worked with uh, my car, actually, well, not my car, but a similar car, the Chevy Spark EV. Let me just throw that out there. Um, 
So he's built a Chevy Spark EV using the pizza oven that Domino's put in the gas-powered Sparks. So he's put all that together, got it back and working. He's got a couple great videos on that. So go over to Rich Rebuild's channel on YouTube and take a look at that. Um, what else? Wanted to get into EV road taxes. I'll, I'll save that for another another day. That honestly is going to be probably a long episode in of itself because um, that's controversial and I love the conversation that I, I got a lot of engagement from all of you about what you think is right and wrong about um, EV registration fees, taxes, and obviously ways to make up for the fact that EVs aren't paying the gas tax and using gasoline. Um, but I'm not going to go through with all the plans for all the other stuff that I had this week. Really, it's um, I don't want to push my computer past its limit because I do need this for other things other than just uh, video editing and, and working with this podcast. So if I break it, I am really in trouble uh, in many different ways. Um, but I do want to thank you guys very much for watching. Um, also, uh, oh, I had a new Patreon supporter this week. So let me actually shout out for him. Uh, bear with me here. I'm just going to log in real quick uh, because I want to uh, share his name. Um, now, normally I, the Patreon supporters I will shout out are going to be at the executive producer um, tier. That's $10 a month. Uh, but any new Patreon supporters, I'm going to put you in um, and mention you when you support regardless. So this is Nicholas Down. Thank you very much, Nicholas. Um, it, it, it's humbling in many ways that uh, people are willing to put down their hard-earned dollars, even if it's $1, $5, or $10 a month, um, or more. I mean, hey, throw it at me. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Um, but it, it just it amazes me that uh, people want to spend their hard-earned dollars on um, providing a support for what I'm trying to bring to all of you um, I want to bring more value and more content uh, than what you're giving back. So definitely thank you so much, Nicholas. I do not take that for granted. Um, and if anybody else wants to support like Nicholas has, you can go to patreon.com slash evresource. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Um, oh, I almost forgot. The EV Resource magazine is going to be coming out next week. And um, so I've actually changed the format of that in order to keep track of how many people are reading it. So that is going to be available to all Patreon subscribers at $1 a month. Uh, you can get full access to the EV Resource Magazine. We have exclusive articles, uh, content that you will not find anywhere else. This is, is very, very um, just us. That's it. It's not, not something that we're pulling from anybody else. Um, so you all subscribers, new subscribers in the month of June, so June 1st through the 30th, I'm actually going to be sending you an EV Resource logo sticker. So a uh, little thank you to everybody that signs up um, at the subscriber levels. That's $1 a month or higher. We'll have full access to the magazine and then everybody at the producer level, $5 or higher, will then get a sticker too. So. A little thank you from me to all of you. I'm going to cut it there. Um, that'll be it for this week. But thank you very much for watching, and I'll see you guys next time.